Hello ako si Gilas Kavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Rappler Podcast episode kung saan hihimayin natin ang mga maiinit at mga halagang isyo sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Rappler's News Break Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang initial findings ng isang review panel tungkol sa drug war killing sa ilalim ni Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte. Ano ang kanilang natuklasan tungkol sa police operations? Paano makatutulong ang report na ito sa paggamit ng ustisya para sa mga biktima? Kasama ko ngayon si Lian Buwan, ang justice reporter na Rappler para himayin at talakayin ng isyong ito. Hi Lian, thank you for joining me today. Thank you Judith, you're welcome. So I think before we begin talking about the findings of the report, let's remind siguro our readers, paano ba nagkaroon ng drug war review panel in the first place? Can you tell us ano yung beginnings nito and how it came to be? Okay, so for the longest time, uh, well, since the drug war began, ang pinupoint out naman na talaga ng mga human rights advocates and critics of the government drug war ay, anong nangyayari dito sa mga patayang to, di ba? Parang saan napupunta? And uh, if we remembered nung dati pang foreign secretary, si Secretary Alan Peter Cayetano, he made a sweeping claim that every single one of the deaths were being investigated. And that has been put to the test time and time again uh, through the Supreme Court asking for, ano, for files of the drug war. And remember, Judes, and to remind our leaders, we had a story in the start of 2019, I think, that says that the Duterte government has allowed thousands of these deaths to go unsolved. And we concluded that kasi konti lang yung kaso na umabot sa prosecution. So that has always been the criticism against the drug war is that what are you doing with these deaths? What are you doing to exact accountability for these deaths? And that's also din naman the meat of the what is being decided now by the International Criminal Court is gumagana bang justice system dito sa Pilipinas? Ano ang ginagawa? And I cannot speculate if that was the the reason for the DOJ to Department of Justice to create and lead this panel. Pero based on sa speech ni Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara sa United Nations Human Rights Council, sinasabi niya na it has the effect of us creating a drug war review panel which will reinvestigate this 5,000 deaths in police operations underpins our strong position that we no longer need the ICC. So it was really seen as a way to avoid the ICC. Yeah. And yun nga, ni-mention nga na the panel was created amid rigorous international scrutiny of the drug war. Yes. Nandun nga yes. yung International Criminal Court and also, if you remember, the United Nations. What does it say about mm-hmm. the government? Kasi tipong hindi ba enough na thousands na namatay sa kamay ng mga polis mo na hindi ka pa napaisip na baka there's something wrong, na mm-hmm. naghintay ka pa na may ganitong pasabog na in the international sphere para lang mag-initiate ka ng drug war review yeah. panel and then four years na into the drug war. Yeah. On the one hand, parang, di ba, every effort naman is a welcome effort. Like, di ba, kapag nag-open ng investigation ng gobyerno, hindi mo naman sabihing pwedeng ayaw natin yan, ganun, or something. So that is a welcome effort. But the facts remain that they did this only in June 2020 when the drug war has already killed 20,000 people and 5,000 of them by policemen who enjoyed presumption of regularity for a very long time. So you question the sincerity of the Department of Justice and the government as a whole na kung sincere talaga kayo in really reinvestigating if there were abuses in the drug war, why couldn't have you done this 
earlier kasi early 2018 pa lang alam na nila yung numbers hmm. eh, di ba kaya nga sila may pa real numbers PH but that's a question they never got to answer and it's just worth pointing out that the Department of Justice has never said yes to a press conference so hindi namin sila magreal we settle for you know texting the justice secretary yeah. which in, in fairness to him he replies up pero iba pa rin kasi yung setting ng it's a press conference, whether it's virtual or personal, kasi mas madali mong mag-grill or matatanong yung, yung DOJ, pero hindi pa nila to, hindi pa sila umuoo. So, bakit ganun? Like, parang nature na ba talaga nila ever since na when it comes to questions or issues related to the drug war, hindi sila directly sumasagot? No naman, it's, it's not the nature of the DOJ to, you know, to not face the public. Kasi in 2018, actually, mga hanggang middle or by the end of 2019, they were still holding press conference kahit sila yung mainit eh. You remember the Good Conduct Time Allowance scandal and the yung Trillianes Amnesty scandal. They were very willing to to take questions, to take probing questions from the media kahit pa yung question yung resolution nila dun sa administrator, web administrator ng Bicoy. Kung naalala nyo yun, they were very willing to to open themselves up to questions. Pero nung nag-pandemic, we have repeatedly asked for a virtual press conference. They've never once said yes, which is quite puzzling to me kasi, I, I don't know, pwede, pwede, pwede mo sigurong tignan na baka kasi sensitive yung information kasi drug war. So, eh, di ba nga kiniklaim ni Solicitor General Jose Calida, this involves national security. They've never said this, I mean, in public, but kung yun yung reason nila, I don't, I don't think that the right of the public to know outweighs yung protection nila sa sinasabing lang so-called sensitive details. Kasi hindi naman natin bubulgarin yung mga pangalan ng namatay, ya, diba? It's just gonna be general questions. Pero ayo pa rin nilang umuo sa PressCon. Pero ano ba yung parang importance na if they were more transparent sa mga ginagawa nila in the past? Uh, well, kunare, de ba nagkaroon ng new announcement si Secretary Guevara, which was a really explosive announcement, wherein they found that in more than half of the cases that they reviewed, PNP did not follow protocol. Kung pinapress ko nila yon, mabilis nating matatanong, sir, ilan po bang cases yung nareview nyo? It turns out, mga 328 lang. And when Justice Undersecretary Adrian Sugay told the media that hindi na sila sumagot sa follow-up. Kasi our questions would have been, bakit 328 lang? You are the government. You are the administration-appointed panel to reinvestigate 5,000 deaths, yet you can access only 328. Nasan yung 4,700 others, if my math is correct? So, is it a matter of logistics? Kaya ba? Kasi pwede naman lang sabihin yun na, ah, kulang kami sa time, pero gusto na namin mag-partial report, therefore, 328 lang. Pero 328, really? Yeah. For an interagency panel, yun lang yung kaya. And parang ano, no, ang hindi nila minention yan sa speech ni Secretary yes. Guevara. Kasi yes. parang if you're just basing on the speech, which I guess maraming member states ng UN Human Rights Council mm-hmm. ang mag-base lang doon, isipin mo agad more than half of the case reviewed. Parang isipin mo since they're the national agency, the DOJ, marami silang access to case folders. So parang meron... Dapat, oh, dapat access nila lahat because yeah. they are the... Administration appointed panel. Yeah. So, parang yan, gusto kong tanongin sa'yo na, of course, uh, since the panel was created, you um, mercilessly co- covered the pursued stories related to this. Ano yung parang mga napansin mo during the process? Like, uh, what happened over the course of investigations? Like, uh, did they meet their deadlines? Did they reveal any information? Or nagbigay ba sila ng information like sa mga 
updates or mga milestones na achieve nila sa kanilang over the course of their investigation? No way, kasi the two public announcements that they gave were just those. First is the creation of the panel, and then the most recent one being their partial findings. Yung ibang details na binigay nila, it's just because we kept prodding and prodding. Mm-hmm. Kasi remember, their self-imposed deadline was on November 2020, and I, among others, felt that it was important to hold them to their deadline kasi they promised this to the United Nations Human Rights Council, and the reason why the UNHRC adopted a softer resolution against the Duterte government is because they're saying, look, the DOJ is doing something. Mm-hmm. So, nung palapit ng November, tinatanong namin, nasan na? Ganun. So, dun lang sila sumagot ng the pandemic affected our operations and that they were gonna settle with the sample size. And even then, we didn't know kung ano yung sample size. Uh-huh. And then they said they were gonna focus on hotspot like Bulacan, Tapos, nung, I think, recently lang, nung mga end January, Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara went on Lagging Handa Channel. Again, mm-hmm. on a government channel, but he does not choose to face the justice uh-huh. be covering him. Parang sabi niya, there will be not-so-flattering findings against the PNP. Ganun. So, mga ganun, yung kumbaga mga patikim, but we yeah. were never really involved. It wasn't really fully transparent. So, we could understand that in the process, sige, hindi kayo magiging transparent. But we just don't understand. I personally don't understand why the partial report has not been made public yet. Mm-mm. Kasi, I mean, they owe that to the public. It's a debt to the public eh, to tell them what happened in the drug war. And most especially to the victims who are looking for answers. Yeah. Parang over the course of the last months na binagawa nila to, and then sparingly lang yung mga updates na binibigay nila, what was going through your head? Na parang, okay, when they announced this, you were expecting something. We were all expecting something. Tapos nakita mo na parang ganito lang yung mga nilalabas yung mga details. Before ba nila nilabas itong in-announce ni Guevara yung findings nila sa UN, umaasa ka na ba na maganda yung ilalabas nila or parang hindi? Look, yung dating nung announcement ni Guevara, parang ano siya, di ba? Pasabog, eksplosibo. Yeah. But it was explosive only in the sense that because it was one of them saying it. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mm-hmm. That, kasi, ah, DOJ na to. The, yeah. It's the alter ego of the president who's saying this. But the content of the finding is not new, Judas, diba? Uh-huh. Matagal na nating alam. Kahit tayong reporters, matagal na nating alam to. Eh. We did the story back in 2019 or 2018 na konti lang naman talagang iniimbestigahan nila. And over the course of the years, we've done a lot of stories. Um, My latest story was last December at, if I'm not mistaken, saying that of the 3,000 cases that the CHR was able to access in investigate, sampu lang yung umabot sa korte. So, the fact na konti lang yung iniimbestigahan, which was part of Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara's announcement, we already knew this. Yeah. So, yung sinasabi niyang they didn't pursue investigations to its completion, we already knew this. Siguro yung medyo mas nakakagulat lang is an admission that the PNP did not follow protocol. Pero even that, in its content, it's not surprising kasi how can you have 5,000 deaths that followed protocol? Diba? Diba? If you follow protocol, surely there would be lesser deaths. Because if you follow protocol, sabihin na natin, sige, armed yung mga suspects. There would have been a way to restrain them without killing them. Oo. And it says so much about the PNP system, no, na if sabihin natin na ganun, more than half of the killings or the incidents didn't follow protocols, blind ba sila or naivin of now, hindi ma-point out itong ganito na yung nangyayari, no? So, Lian, Oh, so, tanongin, aside from that niya hindi nag-follow ng protocols, ano pa yung mga findings na nilabas ni Guevara? Sinabi niya during the UN speech. 
basically yun lang. Number one is that in these non-laban cases, they didn't pursue investigations to its completion, that they didn't do examinations of weapon. He mentioned paraffin test na na-notice pa nga ng the country's foremost forensic expert, si Dr. Raquel Fortuna. Paraffin tests are actually very unreliable. So, nakakahiya para sabihin ng Justice Secretary before an international body that one of their standards is a paraffin test. Pero sinabi niya yun. And then the last being the most damning is yung in more than half of the cases they reviewed, the PNP did not follow protocol. Mm-hmm. So, yun lang. That's basically it. Pero ang isa rin sa nag- stand out sa akin is when he said that they have made recommendations to the PNP and now the PNP is pursuing these investigations either administrative cases or criminal cases and that panel will just follow up. Pero para sa akin, nag-review panel ka na nga, hindi ba pwede ikaw na lang yung mag-file ng kaso? Kasi why would you rely on the PNP to file these cases? Eh sila nga yung hindi gumawa at hindi gumalaw for four years, di ba? Yeah. So, yun yung nag-stand out. Ano yung sasabi ng mga groups, ng mga human rights groups, mga legal groups na about sa findings ito? Kasi, of course, I talked to some. Sabi nila parang, ito na yung mga pinapoint out dati pa. Yeah, basically, in unison naman sila in saying, this is just a smokescreen. Palabas lang to. Para, in the words of Human Rights Watch, um, Phil Robertson, this is just a way to entice an international audience. Pero yung totoo, wala naman talagang laman kasi parang sinasabi ni Robertson na this parang parang Guevara did the magic trick eh, na parang he makes this very explosive statements pero couched in this explosive statements is the fact that they're not gonna file charges yet mm-hmm. so parang kailan sabi nga ni uh, attorney Ted who's an expert on criminal law and also a human rights lawyer ang nanlaban, dapat automatic ripe for filing a criminal charge na yan. Kasi may, may namatay, eh, di ba? May corpus delicti. There's a dead body. So, yung, yung nanlaban, yung, ah, kasi he was pointing a gun at me and I needed to kill him out of self-defense. That is a legal defense. That is, you should go to trial for that. Hindi oh. dapat yan presumption of regularity. Yeah. So, parang the findings really, sabi nga ay, dapat put a tent in the drug war. Title mo nga yun eh. But nandami pa pala nuances ito eh. And also, issue rin yung anong gagawa nila sa findings nila eh. But before we dive into those issues, let's listen to some Rappler Podcast overviews. Next time, huwag ninyo akong pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Eh, kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolution. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renada, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. I mean, a lot of people, well, not much for a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, oh, diba? on it's parenthood. It's like purely person-to-person basis. Oh, oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Hi, welcome back to News Break Beyond the Stories. I am Jodes Gavilan and I'm here with Lian Buwan. Pinag-uusapan namin yung report ng Drug War Panel na pinag- ginawa ng DOJ. 
Then, Justice Secretary Minaldo Guevara announced yung findings before the UN Human Rights Council. Did this strike you as odd or expected mo na lang dito na gagawin ito? Meron ka bang parang narinig kung bakit nga ba doon na ito in-announce? Actually, nagulat nga ako kasi usually when the secretary or his undersecretaries will appear before anybody or yung kung may activity sila, we actually are notified. Uh-uh. Kasi we cover them, di ba? So, we are actually notified in advance na, oh, mag-a-appear yung secretary mo before this body. But for this, hindi. And actually, nakakatawa nga yan. Kasi, di ba, ano, tape lang siya from Manila. Bago i-play yung video ni Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara, magkausap pa kami sa Viber. Oh. I was asking him about the investigation into smuggled vaccine. So, he was still answering. And I was doing something else. I think we were recording for news break chats. Tapos, meron na lang akong source na nagsabing, Uy, si Secretary Guevara magsasalita sa high-level meeting ng UNHRC. So, parang ako, Uy, Parang bakit di nila sa akin to scenario? But then again, in retrospect, it's not really shocking to me that he chooses to announce that before the UN. Kasi, di ba nga, parang this is for the international audience. So, yun yung working premise ng mga human rights groups na you are doing this to impress the international audience or to, you know, ilito sila na may ginagawa kami. So, that he chooses to announce that at the UNHRC rather than the Philippine audience or the Philippine press who has been waiting for this report. It's not really shocking to me. But, at least for the record, Lian, wala pa siyang sinasabi kung bakit niya doon ginawa yun. Wala pa kasi we have asked repeatedly for a press conference. He has said no and I've asked um, follow-up questions to his undersecretary. I have not received a reply yet but I promise the readers I'll keep working on it. <laughs> so, Lian, next question ko. It seems na yung findings nila, at least yung mga nilabas nila sa public, kahit na, let's say, half of the 300 plus na investigate nila, parang in line siya with mga nakita ng mga reports ng mga different human rights groups sa Philippines and local. You have mm-hmm. the Amnesty, Human Rights, Kalapatan, and others. And then I think the latest is the most damning is yung nirelease ng UN Human Rights Office. Parang, mm-hmm. parang when these similar reports were released before, laging ang line ng messaging ng government ay defensive and they will dismiss these allegations. Mm-hmm. Wala silang parang din, wala silang inaccept as truth or mm-hmm. look into this, wala silang ginanon. Mm-hmm. So now with the DOJ findings, what does this say about the government's defense in the past? Do you think that there will be a change in tone sa kanilang pag-approach sa ganitong issue? So that is really yung puzzle in all our minds kung is this some kind of a political play? Is this genuine or something? But for the human rights groups who have been monitoring this and investigating this also, to use the words of Phil Robertson nga, it's a bluff Mm-mm. and that they need to be called on this bluff and the way to do that is demand for more information and demand for these charges to be filed. Kasi nasan yung mga kaso? And that's the most important thing. Nasan yung mga kaso? And yun nga na-mention mo kanina na nasan yung mga kaso. Uh, Secretary Guevara said there were recommendations made to the PNP. Sabi nila maraming mga cases filed against erring policemen. Bakit parang yung basa ko rito, yung blame ay nasa individual police officers, hindi sa system? Parang ito ba rin yeah. yung mo? 
Yeah, that's also the reading of some of the human rights groups. They say barang it seems like they're now pinning the blame on the foot soldiers uh-uh. rather than on the generals. And again, that is seen as a way to evade the ICC because ICC only punishes state leaders. Because ICC is not interested in small-time criminals, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a local justice system for that. The ICC exists because it aims to punish the leaders, yung mga high-ranking officials. So yon and tulad nga ng sinabi ni UN Special Rapporteur Agnes Calamar, if the DOJ wants to prove that it's authentic, uh, that it's, it's really sincere in exacting accountability for these crimes, it must ask the question, did President Duterte incite these killings? Did he embolden policemen to pull the trigger. At yeah. uh, tinanong natin si Secretary Guevara dyan, syempre hindi rin naman tayo sinagot. <laughs> I, I commend though your perseverance pa rin at sinasagyatanong mo pa rin kahit alam mo hindi ka sagutin. De, I mean, diba, sabi nga nila kahit alam mo na kung ano yung sagot, it is worth asking it for their non-answer to be on record. Kasi, yeah. I remember nung tinanong ko to, Secretary Guevara being the good lawyer that he is, would answer me in such terms like, the review panel would take a look at everything and will consider everything and things like that. And I had to prod him and say, but will you ask that question? Kasi sometimes di mo naman makukuha yung sagot kung di mo tinatanong yung specific question, di ba? Uh-uh. I don't recall getting a direct answer, but the general tone is, basta gagawin namin ang lahat and we will look at every angle possible. And I think that was asked again by another reporter. Hindi nga lang specific to President Duterte. He asked whether the drug review panel would look at the accountability of high-ranking officials. And just as Undersecretary Adrian Sugay answered just as vaguely as his secretary saying that, oh, we will look at all angles possible. I remember what National Union of People's Lawyers President Andre Olalia said in a statement when lumabas yung speech ni Guevara. He said that the report failed to address why these killings happened in the first place, mm-hmm. why the EJKs occurred. Do you think the panel, when it was launched, when it was conceptualized, in the first place, by did it really intend to find an answer to this question? Bakit maraming patayan? I don't think so. I think the basic thrust of the statement of the speech of Justice Secretary Guevara in the first UN meeting is that they just want to provide accountability for individual killings. So, dun, nandun yung thrust nila na we will look at whether the families need assistance in protection kasi mag-witness sila. Do they need assistance in filing cases? So, it's a very individualistic approach. So, parang nawawala yung macro look, macro look yeah. into it, which... I mean, I don't think they'll do it. Pero if the public is looking for those kinds of answers, they can look at studies such as the one made by the Ateneo Human Rights Center and the Ateneo School of Government in which they studied all the circulars that operationalized the war on drugs. And their conclusion was the circulars violated constitutional rights. And if you remember, Judas, we wrote a story na they actually fix the legal loopholes along the way eh, to cover their tracks. But that is a question still pending before the Supreme Court. I'd also like to point out study made by this group Ideals. Uh, they looked at 500 cases. And the conclusion of Ideals was actually strong and actually the, one of the strongest I've seen in all the drug war studies. They said, this is not a war but state-sponsored murder. If you want to know more about the ideal study, I will interview one of their lead, team lead on Law of the Tertaland podcast. So, <laughs> Kailan alabas yan, Next week? Next week, yes, <laughs> next week. So, Lian, you covered the many ways the government is trying to evade accountability. Hindi na natin kailangan i-sugarcoat yun kasi they're really doing that. When this yeah. panel was launched, 
parang hype siya. Like, ito yung parang the sea of evading accountability. Ito yung parang small, small sliver of hope na baka sakali may accountability mangyari. Baka sakaling i-address yung problema. So now we have the initial findings of the report. Ano ba yung mga bagay na you hope na makikita mo sana pero wala? Ano yung tingin mo kulang dapat na they could have done this kasi they have this resources naman? Yeah. Look, I mean, in the perspective of the families of the victims of the drug war, ayokong i-belittle yung DOJ panel sa kanila kasi at the end of the day, baka yung gobyerno talaga yung makatulong para makapagsampa ng kaso at para makapag-convict ng killer ng mga relatives nila, di ba? I mean, if there's someone who could help them, it would be the government. So, at the very least, that's what I'm looking for. Na Nasaan yung assistance nyo? If you're really saying that you're gonna provide assistance to these families, we need proof, the public needs proof that you've actually provided assistance and most of all, the public needs proof that you're really prosecuting this killing. So, nasaan? Yeah. So, we need to see prosecutorial record, we need to see court records, we need to see more convictions kasi in the 5,000, would you believe na isa lang talaga ang may salang kaso? Yung kay Kian lang ba talaga in 5,000? I mean, that's a little hard to believe na in 5,000, isa lang yung murder. At the very least, that's what I'd like to see and that's why I keep asking Justice Secretary Guevara na, bakit hihintayin niyo pa yung PNP? But he said na, let's just wait for PNP. So next week, tanungin natin siya ulit kung meron na bang balik yung PNP. Yung nga parang, uh, sabi nga na, hihintayin sa PNP, nag-recommend na sila sa PNP. Uh, and then we know naman na, Parang marami na rin kaso laban sa mga pulis na na-dismiss. Last week lang, may tayo na laman, di ba? Uh, siguro, as it is right now, Lian, itong exact na nalaman natin about sa report, anong tingin mo, at the very least, mga contribute ito sa quest for justice of the victims? Like, uh, it's just like, parang, pwede pa nilang panghawakan ito para mag-demand uh, ng something from the government. Dapat, the panel's promise is to assist victims. Kasi nakita nga natin dun sa ating independent investigation of the drug war, it's really a poorly documented drug war. Yeah. At mahirap namang magsampa ng kaso at mahirap mag-prosecute ng kaso if you don't have records. Mm-hmm. So if the government, if this DOJ panel is promising to have access into all those files, and if the drug war is truly very properly documented, then the least that the government could do is provide these records. So, diba, ang dami na nating kwentong na, naririnig na namatayan na nanay, hindi man lang makakuha ng police report, hindi man lang makakuha ng medical legal report. Uh-huh. Parang the least that the government could do is give the families these reports. Mm-mm. And since they said na they've covered or investigated more than 300, so baka naman sa 300 din, pwede na i-share sa mga pamilya. Yeah. Exactly. And sabi nga ni CHR Commissioner Karen Gomez-Dumpit, meron na kaming hawak na 3,000. Baka naman pwede niyong ibigay or ibigay sa amin yung access ng mga records na hawak niyo. So we can compare and contrast kasi baka mamaya may paulit-ulit na pulis na pumapatay. Oo. So we can find them out right now. Pero I don't know, Judes, meron na bang balita mula sa CHR kung pinapayagan na silang ma-access ang files? Four years na yun na ganyan yung problema nila. Wala pa rin hanggang ngayon. Wala pa rin. Parang the last time I heard this, the secretary reached out. Pero beyond that, like letters nila na sinesend nila, wala pa. So they're parang clinging on the hope na sabi ni Justice Secretary Guevara nung switch na they'll be working with the CHR for case building. And of course, remember, he said that in June <laughs> na they'll work with CHR. And he said that 
the past months and other justice secretaries said that in the past years na they'll be working with CHR. Pero wala naman nangyari. So, tingnan ko naman nangyari naman dito. And that speaks volumes, no, Judas? Kasi yeah. if the CHR, a government instrumentality, has that kind of difficulty getting files, what more a family, what more a poor mother, hmm. di ba? Oh. What's her chance? Yeah. So, the next question ko, an implications ito sa International Criminal Court? Siguro nung lumabas yung report na ito, pag lumalabas yung mga maraming mga reports natin on the drug war, ito agad yung parang questions natin palagi. Ano yung implication nitong mga findings natin, ng mga report, sa proceedings na nangyayari ngayon sa ICC na, I know, di ba, dapat maglabas sila ng decision, or open a formal investigation this first half of 2021. Depends on how they look at it. Because uh, they're at the stage of the preliminary examination and they have to determine if there's spaces for claiming jurisdiction for a formal investigation. And to get the jurisdiction, they must prove that the Philippine system is unable and unwilling to prosecute this killing. So they can look at it, one, oh, the DOJ panel is doing something, therefore it is able and willing. Or they can look at it the way that the human rights groups or the critics are looking at it, which is that, how can you say there's willingness and ability ang konti-konti ng mga files? And how can you say that there's willingness and ability hanggang ngayon hindi pa nagpa-file ng kaso? Um, pinapa sa PNP pa, ganun. And they can look at the report of the UNOHCR, di ba? Na Help me na lang with this, pero one of the findings that they said was that police planted guns yeah. in crime scenes. So they can look at it whether that's a sign of willingness or ability. Yeah. And also the UN report said na local systems parang hindi kayang mag-exalt na accountabilities from the local system. Yeah. And I'm sure naman yun na the ICC will include this report on the record, di ba? Of course, because ano to eh, actually prosecutor Fato Bensuda mentioned this DOJ panel in her last report last December that one of the things she's monitoring is the DOJ panel. Yun nga precisely because she needs to know if there's willingness and ability. Yeah. So she's going to look at this DOJ panel and see if it's a sign of willingness and ability. Pero sabi nga sa akin ni international human rights lawyer attorney Robin Caranza, is it willingness and ability if it's a panel created by the same president who incites the killings. Parang, there's an existential conflict in that. And we have to remember the same panel who repeatedly excluded the National Human Rights Institution na mandated yeah. the Constitution to investigate state back violations. And mm-hmm. yun nga, sana nga, di ba? Parang, if makita to ni Prosecutor Ventsuda, ibigay din ng DOJ yung data nila. Like, i-publicly sabi nila na ganito nang yung numbers na in-investigate nila, hindi parang matter after the fact nila sabihin sa mga reporters na, oh, 300 plus lang out of the 5,000 killings yung in-investigatahan. Parang, parang minor detail lang na... Tsaka dapat, in the, tsaka dapat in the first, di ba nga, ang first page lagi ng mga study, scope and limitation. So uh-huh. parang, it's just a little weird that they won't say that in the open. And we wonder now if kanin-kanin nila binigay yung preliminary report, pinasalam ba nila kay Duterte? Di ba, we know na they submitted to Duterte. Let's ask Sigur around kung sa mga sources natin, oh, did you receive this report from the government, the, the UN? Yeah. Parang if you see lang yung superficial ng speech ni Justice Secretary Minaldo Guevara, parang matutuwa ka. Pero the data behind those is medyo alanganin. Uh-huh. So, yan for my last question. Of course, madami nga human rights groups na nag-question ng motive ng ginawa ng panel. What should the DOJ do next? Paano ahawahan dapat yung findings nila? How they will push forward tong ginagawa nila? Parang if they are genuine with what they want to do with this panel, if they really want 
to show na or do they want to really give justice to the victims? Number one, be more transparent. Number two, hawak nyo na rin ang documents kayo na mag-file. File the cases. That's really all that we ask for. File the cases. Because you have the records. Yeah. You, have, you have the records. You have prosecutors in the panel. So you have a prosecutorial mind working in the panel. You have the NPS just right outside your door. File the cases. They have this power naman, no? Wala naman sila parang sasabing excuse na that's out of our parang mandate. I think that's precisely what the panel should have been for. Mm-hmm. Kasi kung hindi nga ipafile ng PNP, eh di kayo na, eh kayo naman yung nag-review, eh, di ba? Pero ginawa nila, they just passed the back to the PNP. Yeah. So, on that note, pantayan natin kung ano ang susunod na gagawin ng DOJ pagdating sa report na to. Lalo na't parating na election, two years na lang, or less than two years uh, ang administration ni President Duterte. And I'm sure magiging issue itong drug war, uh, yung mga extrajudicial killings uh, in the coming months ahead. So, thank you, Lian, for joining me today and for explaining your implications sa report na to, yung mga nuances, and kung may saisay ba yung report na to. Thank you, Dinjades. Thanks for giving the time to the Justice Beat. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. Kung gusto mo naman access to exclusive content and events, pwede ka sumali sa Rappler Plus. Pwede ka sumali by visiting rappler.com slash plus. Kung meron ka naman gusto na topic that you think we should discuss in our podcast, pwede ka mag-email us at investigative at rappler.com. Again, I'm Jodas Gavilan, and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.